Halacha Aleph, first ruling. Arba Misois Nimsrule Beistin. There are four types of capital punishment that the court is empowered to inflict. They are Skilo, stoning, Usreifo, burning, Baharigo, Besayov, slaying by the sword, Bochenek, and strangulation. In a later chapter, Amma will explain how they proceed with these four types of capital punishment. Skilo Usreifo, Meferoshinin Batero. The penalties of stoning and burning, when they are inflicted, are stated explicitly in the Torah. It has been learned by tradition going back to Moses, our teacher, that that capital punishments mentioned in the Torah unqualified all the Torah says that for committing a certain offense, this person shall be put to death. Hichenek always refers to strangulation. Bahorek es but if somebody has killed, murdered another, misosa besayov, then he is executed by means of slaying by the sword. Vechein likewise anshi hanidachas the inhabitants of a seduced city, which have been led to worship idolatry and therefore have committed a capital offense, Misosom Besayov, their execution is also by the sword. Halocho base. Call Misomehem. To inflict any one of these four types of execution, Mitzvah Asehi Lebezdin is a positive precept incumbent upon the court. Laragbo to execute with it, Mishin is whoever has incurred guilt of it. In other words, that when the court will condemn and execute somebody, they are fulfilling a positive precept of the Torah. A king who has the authority to execute anyone who would rebel against him or reviles him, can do so only only by means of the execution by the sword. In other words, by Harigo Besayov, slaying by the sword. Halocha Gimel. Kol Mechuyev Misas Beisti. If anyone is guilty of a capital punishment, through the court, and the court did not execute him, then then the members of the court have violated a positive precept of the Torah. They have not fulfilled that commandment which is incumbent upon them. But but they would not be violating thereby also a negative precept except for in the case of a sorcerer. If somebody has committed a sorcery, which is a capital offense, and they did not execute him, 
then they have not only violated a positive precept mentioned before, but also ovu al They will also have violated a negative precept. Shenema, as it is said, mechashefu loisechaye, you shall not allow a sorceress to live. This is a negative precept, but mentioned specifically with regards to Kishuf sorcery. Aloha Dalits. Skilo, the penalty of death by stoning, is regarded as Chamuro Minasrefo, as a more severe punishment than death by burning. Usrefo Chamuro Minasayos, the penalty of death by burning is regarded as more severe than the one by beheading. Vasayov Chamur Minachenek and the penalty of being beheaded by the sword is regarded as more severe than strangulation. The whole mission is says, if a person is liable to do to two death penalties. In other words, he has committed two acts for both of which he is guilty of death, but two different kinds, two different forms of the death penalty, then neither in Bahamuro he is punished by the more severe one. It doesn't matter whether he has committed two offenses, one after the other, or whether he has committed a single offense, which would, however, imply two death penalties. For example, if somebody has committed adultery with his mother-in-law, who is married at the time, he is committing two offenses. One, adultery with a married woman. Secondly, the adultery with mother-in-law, which are two completely separate uh, separate offenses with different penalties. So in either of these cases, uh, he would be getting the more severe penalty. Even if a person has already been condemned to a lighter form of death penalty, and right after he committed another offense, which incurs a more severe death penalty, and his sentence has been pronounced, for the second one as well, Nidoin Bahamuro, he is judged and executed by the more severe one. And we do not say that since he has already been condemned earlier by the lighter death penalty, so therefore we execute him, and never mind the second offense with the second penalty, but he will be sentenced according to the more severe one. Hello, Jorge. Vejo to Ish, to Donin oison ba'abamisois. Both a man, a male or a female, a woman, can be sentenced to either one of those four forms of capital punishment. Allah of Kol chayove misois. Shinis ovu zeboze. If there are several people who are guilty of death and have been sentenced and somehow or other these, all these culprits have become uh, mixed up with one another and we do not recognize them who is who who was sentenced to this type of death and who was sentenced to another type of death 
then nidon kolechot mehem bekalashibahen. All we know is that some people have been condemned to death penalty of, shall we say, stoning. Some have been condemned to death penalty by strangulation. But we cannot recognize who is who. But all these people in the group are condemned people. Then all of them are executed by the lighter mode of death and not the severe one because we are not allowed to impose a more severe form of death upon a person who had been condemned to a lighter one. A person who has been sentenced to death. Who somehow now was mixed up with other people in a group. And it is not known which of, these, of this group he is. In other words, the condemned person cannot be identified. Oi or. A person is being tried for a capital offense, but sentence has not yet been passed upon him. Shenis Oref, who now got mixed up in Mishnigmadinoi with another culprit, who has already been condemned to death. And we do not know which of the two he is. In other words, here again, we cannot identify the one over whom sentence has not yet been passed from the one over whom sentence has been passed, then in both these cases, Kulon they are all set free. In the first case, where the condemned person was mixed up among innocent people, this is quite obvious, for clearly we cannot kill, execute innocent people just because a condemned person happens to be among them, and we do not recognize him. But in the second case, where one is condemned already and the other one is about to be condemned, why are both of them set free if we do not know who is who? Explains Rambam, because we cannot conclude the case and pass sentence upon a person, but only in his presence, before him, in order where he is clearly distinguishable and identifiable. Since, in the case on hand, one of them has already been condemned and the other one not yet, and we do not know who the latter one is, so therefore there is no other alternative but to set them both free. If a person that has been convicted and condemned to death has resisted, based in and the court is unable to imprison him, for purposes of executing him, with that form of execution of which he is guilty, then then the witnesses against him, on whose testimony he was convicted, should put him to death, by any means possible, because after all, his case was completed and he was convicted and condemned to death. But other people are not authorized to take the initiative to kill him. Because according to the Torah, it is incumbent upon the 
witnesses in capital cases that they are the ones to execute uh, the culprit. Lefichoch, therefore, im nikto yato edim, if somehow or other the hands of the witnesses were cut off between the trial and the execution, and thus they are unable to execute the culprit, Potter, he is set free. Because we cannot fulfill the scriptural obligation of Yato Edim Tiyeh by Berishayna, that the hands of the witnesses shall be put upon him first, that they have to be the ones to execute him. But but if these witnesses were without hands at the very outset, in other words, before the trial even began, then Yehorek Biatacherim, then he shall be put to death by others. Because in this case, it was seen and established even before the trial started, that this man or person will have to be put to death by other people. Bamed Vormamurim, when does this apply? It's all cases of capital offenses where the court would condemn a person to death, except for the case of a murderer. But in the case of murder, where a sentence has been passed and the culprit has resisted, and it was impossible to arrest him and execute him in normal fashion, then with a murderer, Reutwin Achrov, the whole Dover, this culprit is pursued in every manner possible, Ubiyat Kol Odom, and by anybody, until he is put to death. Because a murderer is liable to commit murder again, and therefore, for the protection of society, he is pursued by anyone and by any means possible to be put to death, the sooner the better. Halochotes. Kol haruge beisdin, all those that have been executed by order of the court, ein koivrin oisom, they are not buried bekivrei avaseim, in their ancestral tombs. Bichlali soil among other Israelites. Basically, because we have a rule that we cannot bury a rosho, a wicked person, next to a tzaddik, next to a righteous person. And that person who has committed so serious an offense that he had to be executed, then clearly has the status at present of a rosho. But the court provides two types of burial places. One, for all those to be executed by stoning or burning. And another one for those who are to be beheaded or strangled. And this matter has come down to us by a tradition. Going back to Moses. When the corpse has completely decomposed, they would gather the bones, and at this point they can be buried in the ancestral tombs. And it is up to the 
close relatives, to the family, to procure for them a coffin and shouts. Halocha Yud. Suchin Beistin Lis Yashef Bedine Nefoshais. It is incumbent upon the judges in the courts to deliberate very carefully in all and any capital cases. Ulahamsin to exercise patience. Velo yoitsu and not to rush. Behol basin shogu nefesh besheva shonim. Any court that would condemn and execute even one person in seven years, hare elu chablonin, is regarded as destructive. In other words, that we make an assumption that they probably rushed through the cases and they were not as cautious and patient as they should have been. Arthur became, nonetheless, though we have this as a general rule, still, in Eir Elohim Larak Bechol Yom Yom, if somehow it should happen that it becomes necessary to execute culprits every day, simply because so many crimes have been committed, Hoyagin, they execute. But two offenders are never to be tied in one and the same day. But they will judge and try one this day, and the second culprit the next day. If, however, that two people have committed one and the same offense, Umiso Achas, and they are subject or liable to the same type of capital punishment. Kegoin as, for example, Noyev Imno Efes, an adulterer and the adulteress, Donin Shneim Bioim Echot, then both can be tried on the same day. But by the same token, Refichoch therefore, Im Hoyoha Noyev Boil Bas Koyen, if this act of adultery was committed with the married daughter of a Kohen, a priest, then Hoyel, since Behu Bechenek, his penalty would be strangulation, Behi Bisrefor, and her penalty would be execution by means of burning, Ein Hoyrgin Shneem Beyoim Echot, they cannot both be put to death on the same day. Capital cases can be tied only in the time of the existence of the sanctuary, the holy temple. And, provided that the Supreme Court is sitting there in that special hall of theirs in the sanctuary. Shenemar, as it is said, Bezokin Mamre, about an elder who is rebelling against the Sanhedrin. Scripture says there, Levilti Shmoya El that he has not listened to the priest. And Scripture continues, Ho'oymet Lushores Shom Es Hashem who stands there to minister before. Hashem your God, Oi El Hashoifet, 
or he had, does not listen to the judge, then this man shall be put to death. So we have here that scripture says that about this Zokin Mamre, the defined elder, that when is he guilty of a capital offense, if he has rebelled against the priest or the judge at the time that there is a coin who oimed l'shores shomet Hashem, there is a priest who is standing there to minister or serve before God. As Raman puts it, we have learned by tradition, that in a time when there is a priest who is offering on the altar, then we can try capital offenses. Who provided, of course, also based in that the Supreme Court is in its right place in that special room that we shall learn about in the next halacha, which was in the Beis Hamikdash in the Holy Temple. Halacha Yud Beis. But originally, Kesheniivne Beis Hamikdash, when the sanctuary was built, Hoyu based in Hagodol Yoishvin Belishkasagosis. The Supreme Court was sitting in the Hall of Yun Stones, Shehoiso Be'ezras Israel, which was in the Beis Hamikdash, in the Temple, in that part, the first part, which is called Ezras Israel, the Court of the Israelites. But but that place in that hall, where the members of the Court were sitting, that particular part of that hall was not holy. Why? She'en yeshivo ba'zoho elo l'malche beis dovit. For no one is permitted to sit in the azor, in the holy temple, except for kings from the house of David. Therefore these judges would be unable to sit, but the location where they were seated was then outside of the holy precincts. Ukashin is kalkelo hashua, but when conduct deteriorated, lots of crimes were being committed, capital offenses, the Supreme Court was exiled, actually it exiled itself from one place to another. They were exiled to ten different locations, the last of which was in Tiberias. And since that time there was no Supreme Court anymore. The Kabolohi, we have a tradition, Shebitverio Asidin Lachzer Trilo, that in, in the future to come, the High Court will be re-established in Tiberias first, Omishom Netokin Lamikdosh, and from there they will be transferred to the sanctuary in Jerusalem. Alocho Yud Gimel. Arboim Shono Koidem Churban Bais Sheni. Forty years before the destruction of the second temple, Botlu Dine Nefoshais, Mi Israel. Capital cases ceased to be judged in Israel. Even though that the sanctuary, the holy temple, was still in existence, nonetheless, Mipneshe Golua Sanhedrin, because the Sanhedrin was exiled from its place in the Lishkasagosis in the sanctuary, and were no longer in their place assigned to them in the sanctuary. 
bis manche Donning dienende Forschers beerrt sie soll. For as long as capital cases are tried in the land of Israel, Donning dienende Forschers bechutzelores, capital cases are also tried outside the land of Israel. Where who provided, Sheyiu has Sanhedrin, that that particular Sanhedrin that would try the capital case outside the land of Israel, are smuchin boris, had been ordained in the land of Israel. Kemoshe Be'anu, as we already explained before, that Shah Sanhedrin no heges boorets or bechutzelores, that an ordained Sanhedrin has authority and competence to judge cases both within the land of Israel as well as without the land of Israel.